This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Thursday, November 30th, 2023, the final day of the second to last month of the year. Man, time is flying. Today is National Computer Security Day, a very important day, a a day to take measures to secure all of your devices and personal information. National Computer Security Day began all the way back in 1988 when computers first started becoming commonplace in the workplace. And now there is commonplaces in our hand or in our pocket, among other things. Today serves as a day to change the passwords on the many different devices and accounts that you likely have. If you live in the Northwest or the Central Rockies, or if you have travel plans, heads up, forecasters are monitoring a storm that is likely to bring major snowfall. We're talking three, four feet which, of course, would affect air and ground travel, and they're saying could even impact some of this weekend's NFL games. Dominating the headlines this Thursday is the death of former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, one of America's most internationally recognized and controversial political figures. He died yesterday at his home in Connecticut at the age of 100. A Jewish refugee who escaped Nazi Germany as a teenager, Kissinger served as Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under President Nixon and Gerald Ford. There is no country in the world where it is conceivable that a man of my origins could be standing here next to the President of the United States. Although he's credited with shaping decades of U.S. foreign policy, he was also labeled a war criminal for systematic bombings in Cambodia and Laos late in the Vietnam War. He had such a relationship with China that today they are praising him, yet he was awarded both the Nobel Peace Prize and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Politico's headline calls him a diplomat who helped reshape the world. CNN calls him a dominating and polarizing force in U.S. foreign policy. The New York Times, Henry Kissinger, the hypocrite. Rolling Stone magazine says he's finally dead. Some of the headlines this morning. Current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had this to say this morning in Israel. Few people uh, were better students of history. Even fewer people did more to shape history than Henry Kissinger. I was very privileged to uh, get his counsel uh, many times, including as recently as uh, about a month ago. Uh, He was extraordinarily generous uh, with his wisdom, with his advice. Again, that's Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in Israel. Israel is again in the headlines this morning as the truce or ceasefire between Israel and Hamas has been extended again. 16 more hostages released yesterday, including one American. We'll hear from retired Brigadier General Blaine Holt in a few minutes. First, 
The biggest story other networks probably aren't talking about is everything you've suspected is true. The whole country learning yesterday that if you ever liked or commented on a President Trump tweet back when he was president, you have been flagged by the Department of Justice and you are being investigated or potentially being investigated. The recently released special counsel's redacted subpoena clearly states that it requested lists of Twitter users who favorited or retweeted posts by then-President Trump and requested personal information, devices used to log into the Twitter account, direct message content sent by the account, and information on whom the account followed, unfollowed, and blocked. Here's Donald Trump Jr. on Newsmax last night. All of a sudden, the DOJ was looking for everything that your father did on social media. Who liked that? Everything I, if I liked, he's, Trump follows me. When I liked him, I'm on some list now, too. I'd say practically half the country's on, on their list now. What do you say? Well, I, I think 100 percent. I've been saying this, you know, at all the speeches I give around the country. Like, if you're here, you're on a list. Turns out I'm right. Uh, imagine, you know, a government monitoring their people for liking a post or perhaps retweeting or following the then president of the United States. And the DOJ is going to look into each and every one of them. That's I mean, with his following, that's literally hundreds of millions of Americans under surveillance. That happens as the FISA stuff is coming up. Uh, this is lunacy. We're allowing basic freedoms to be eroded before our very eyes. No one's saying anything about it. You know, it's one thing if you're spying on bad foreigners, but they're spying on patriotic Americans and they're not even pretending. They're doing it out in the public now because they've been so emboldened by the insanity of the frankly, the Marxists that are in charge right now by the weaponization of the DOJ, which conveniently only goes one way uh, against conservatives. And they're just doing it out in the open right now, Eric. This is uh, absolute insanity. Our, our founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves if they saw what was going on right now. Yeah, and if you remember about 10 years ago, James Clapper, he was the head of the NSA. He was asked in a Senate. He, was, he had raised his right hand under oath. He swore that they were, the NSA was not mining data from Americans with, without a warrant. And he was proven wrong. He lied there because um, Snowden proved him wrong. But now Clapper, yep. instead of going to jail for that, Clapper's like a MSNBC or CNN, one of those. He's an analyst over there. They, yep. they exalt him on the left. Yeah, you only go to jail if you're the former president of the United States, who they want to put in jail for a thousand years, plus possibly the death penalty. If you lie before Congress, and it's not just him. It's not just Clapper. You had Brennan. You had Strzok. You had all these other people. As long as you're lying before Congress, as long as you're perjuring yourself in front of Congress and the American people to benefit the radical Marxists in charge, it's just fine. You can do, you can say anything you want. There will be no consequences. And to the contrary, you'll actually be rewarded with you know uh, high pinging gigs on the other networks that espouse the same radical leftist agendas. MSNBC, CNN, you've seen them all. I mean, these are people that are knowingly lying before Congress. And again, there's no consequences. There's actually rewards. I have a feeling if any one of us, certainly me in my 50 hours, said one thing wrong, if I put the comma in the wrong spot due to the inflection of my voice, I'd be sitting in jail with a lot of the other January 6th defendants who have been denied due process. Again, it only goes one way. And Americans better wake up to that fact right now. They better get vocal and they must be unafraid or it's only going to get significantly worse.
Donald Trump Jr. on the balance with Eric Bowling. That's weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern. We get more from Georgia Congressman Buddy Carter on Wake Up America this morning. This is another example of the DOJ being weaponized by the Biden administration. I mean, what else do you need to know besides the fact that now we have millions of Americans whose privacy rights are being violated by this administration, by the Department of Justice, that again has been weaponized by this by this administration. Look, this has got to stop. This sets the stage now for Jack Smith, the special counsel who is, you know, supposed to be nonpartisan and it's just ridiculous that we we in America are suffering through something like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Congressman, yeah. I've liked Trump tweets over the years. You have, Charlotte, you yeah. have. Yeah. What does this mean for everybody that's liked a Trump tweet? That means that you're on the list now. That means that they've got your name and number. Well, Jack Smith, go ahead and put my name on there. I've, I've reacted to him before, and I continue to react to him. So, you know, if you want to put my name on that list, that's fine. But this is a violation of our privacy. There's no question about that. And this, there's, no re, there's no room for this in America. That's why we've got to stop this. That's why we are looking at, at, in the appropriations committees at, at, at getting the attention of the Department of Justice and the FBI. And the way we get their attention in Congress is through their budget. Georgia Representative Buddy Carter on Wake Up America. So yesterday I noted that the White House calendar specifically said President Biden was going to talk about how MAGA Republicans want to take away clean energy jobs while speaking at a windmill plant in Colorado. The historic investments we're celebrating today is in Congressman Boebert's district. Who? What? Although he wasn't initially sure there if Representative Boebert was a congressman or congresswoman, he specifically called out Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who later appeared on Rob Schmidt tonight. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert joins us tonight. Uh, good to have you on. You were very popular today. Um, you, were, you were shamed by Joe Biden because you didn't want the federal government to burn hundreds of billions of our money on junk like windmills, regardless of whether that happened to be wasted in your district. Um, Your thoughts on his comments? Well, uh, first of all, it was an honor to be labeled as a leader in the MAGA movement. Uh, That's certainly something that I'm very proud of because we have America first policies that don't uh, place our energy demands on our foreign adversaries. And we're not begging OPEC to produce our energy. We want to produce, produce clean, reliable energy here in America with American workers developing it responsibly. But Joe Biden's speech in Pueblo was just like any other speech of his. Uh, It was hard to watch, filled with stumbles and gasps, deceit, flat out lies, even calling President Trump a congressman. I don't know if you caught that, but Joe Biden himself, he has admitted that the Inflation Reduction Act or the Inflation Expansion Act failed to lower costs for Americans. This is something that we knew before the bill ever passed the the House under Democrat control. Even Joe Manchin uh, went on and said it was never going to reduce inflation. Every Republican Congress voted against the Inflation Expansion Act for a reason. It's nothing but the Green New Deal uh, extremism in, in play. It's not serious bipartisan policy. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this is why we voted against that. 
you know, there's there's no appetite for for what they're trying to sell in the actual free market of this country, which is where the real economy exists, which is why they have to take they have to steal our money and and, and use it to to make all this more attractive. Um, I, I keep waiting for them to course correct. Uh, we can put up the numbers. Independence, bite on independence, 27 percent approval among independents in this country. Griffs like this one, what they're doing with climate, the lie that we're seeing unfold. It's nobody's buying this. And yet they continue to keep selling it. Right. And Joe Biden is relying on these environmental extremists uh, to keep Democrats in power. Yeah. Look, on Joe Biden's watch, credit card debt, groceries and gas prices, they've all reached record highs. These high prices are squeezing working class Coloradans and rural America. Rather than cutting wasteful federal spending and unleashing American energy production, Joe Biden continues to pander to these radical extremists, lock up more land and spend his time uh, focused on campaign stunts and vacation rather than doing the job he was elected to do. Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert, who also added this. Joe should come clean about the Biden crime family. That is the real corruption here, aside from uh, spending our children and our children's children's future uh, into oblivion and going off a financial cliff. Uh, Certainly his family is taken care of financially, and uh, he likes to boast about uh, jobs being up even in Colorado, but he's not taking into consideration that these are second and third jobs that people are having to pick up to be able to afford the goods that they were once able to afford under President Trump. Now, in September, Biden received a $40,000 check from his brother and sister-in-law's joint bank account. So while the Biden crime family is loaded with cash and the big guy gets 10%, people in Colorado's third district are severely suffering because of physical Well said. Well said. Congressman uh, Boebert, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. Good to talk to you. We appreciate it. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert and Rob Schmidt tonight. For more on the investigation into President Biden and his family, we go to Greg Kelly. This is a desperate attempt to hurt President Biden politically. Even other Republicans will admit that there is no evidence. The White House called today's actions politically motivated and said Republicans have produced no evidence. (laughs) No evidence. And the Democrat media not looking to find any evidence. And anytime they get some... Oh, that's baseless. You give him some more evidence. That's been debunked. Here's some more evidence. That's Russia disinformation. There is so much evidence that they've got on Biden. The problem is we don't run the country. Uh, Big tech runs the country. Big media runs the country. Democrats run the country. Republicans right now run the House of Representatives. And that's it. That's it. But they keep coming up with evidence. And just because it receives very little attention doesn't mean it's not evidence and doesn't mean it doesn't sink the Bidens ultimately. Now, the House Oversight Committee, they have been doing a tremendous job. Now, one of the criticisms, though, of them was, well, this is all politically motivated. They just want to hurt Joe Biden for uh, reelection. That's really what it's all about. Um, no. Questions about Joe Biden have been raised for years by people not on that committee. Uh, I have to go back. Here's Joe Biden on January 20th, 2017. He just left the vice presidency. This is hours after the inauguration of Pence. He's going on Amtrak to go back to Delaware. But he's not going <laughs> to 
he's not going to retire. He's going to make some serious money. Think about it. Joe Biden's 75 years old on that day. He knows. Nobody thinks he's going to be president. Even Joe, he can't see that happening. So he gets aggressive. He gets greedy. They start calling in all these chits. Hunter hitting up that Chinese guy. Where's the money? Where's the $5 million you promised us? Uh, all kinds of funds coming in through all kinds of weird ways. A $200,000 check from his brother the same day. Uh, he gets paid off from some failing corporation. That money transfer from China to Joe Biden's house. Yeah, $250,000 was wired to Joe Biden's house from China uh, in 2019. Uh, what else? Bobolinsky. Tony This guy has been forgotten somehow, not by me. I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At, approx and a, at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe that night, we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. You know what this is? This is evidence. And he's talking about a meeting that he had with Hunter Biden, with James Biden, the brother, and with Joe Biden at that hotel in Los Angeles in the summer of 2017, when Joe is an ex-vice president and looking to make big, big money. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And check out my man, Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida, a member of the House Oversight Committee. This was on the House floor yesterday. Mr. Speaker, President Biden consistently has stated that he never discussed businesses with Hunter Biden's associates. That is a lie. Let me repeat that for even for the colleagues across the aisle. It is a lie. Throughout our extensive investigation and from the lips of credible witnesses, it is abundantly clear that the Biden family business is Joe Biden. Let me emphasize, there is no Biden family business except for Joe Biden's 40 plus year career in Washington, DC. That has been the family business. As a member of the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability, we have followed the paper trail, we've conducted our investigation by the book, we have discovered damning evidence, and we continue to do so every day. Our investigation has led to some alarming and eye-opening findings, which point to the President's knowledge and involvement in illegal business transactions. For example, in 2018, James Biden, the president's brother, received $600,000 in a loan from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed, failing rural hospital operator. Bankruptcy court documents suggested that James Biden received these loans based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors in the Middle East based on his political connections. Now we all know James Biden doesn't have political connections. Joe Biden, his brother, has political connections. Specifically, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into the accounts of James and Sarah Biden. Here's what makes the evidence damning. On the same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check 
from the same account addressed to his brother, Joe Biden. And for the American people, the brother of James Biden is the president of the United States. Next example is an email obtained by the committee from a Hunter Biden associate, mentioning that 10% of the relevant joint venture that held by Hunter for the big guy, 10% of a, of a relevant joint venture was held for the big guy. At this point in the committee's investigation, we've established that Joe Biden is the big guy through the web of transactions that purposefully tried to hide the big guy's involvement. Let me stress again that Joe Biden is the Biden family business. Florida Congressman Byron Donalds of the House Oversight Committee speaking on the House floor yesterday. Back at the top, I said we would hear from retired Brigadier General Blaine Holt on the extended pause or ceasefire between Israel and Hamas to allow for the release of hostages. Sixteen more hostages were released yesterday, more expected to be released today. Among them yesterday, a 49-year-old American woman whose husband is still being held. So far, she and four-year-old Abigail Eden are the only Americans released. You know, you've got an administration that when they finally kicked and screamed and got their way and got this ceasefire, and we certainly don't begrudge one hostage coming out, that's wonderful news. But when they got their way, um, they didn't place American hostages in any kind of priority. They didn't. So for all their efforts, we still have American hostages held down. Here's why. The reason is, is because not a month and a half ago, we set a precedent with Iran by paying $1.2 billion a person. This is all an Iranian-led op from the get-go anyway. Nobody should really kind of shy away from that fact. And, and what Hamas is going to do for their survival is they're very likely to hold on to the Americans for as long as they can because of the premium that they command in terms of negotiable leverage. Um, and they know that the, the, the order is out for their necks, that they're going to be done. So says Israel. So what better way to prolong Hamas's life and survive if you've got Americans uh, to negotiate for when we just proved what the going rate would be? Uh, General Holt, the proof of life isn't even there. What do you think the odds are that these Americans are even still alive? I would say it's pretty good, um, but we can't know because of their pre-existing medical conditions, you know, like being shot up when they were apprehended or loss of limbs. We know about a couple that have lost limbs. So, Christina, those are the ones that I would worry about still being alive. But they want to keep those folks alive because, like I said, the Israeli Defense Force is very clear. The second that... Um, this political attempt via the ceasefire that was pressured by our government is over. Um, they're going to go raise the rest of Gaza and they're going to go take care of this. And before we all get really weepy about Palestinians, the Palestinians support Hamas. Right. They are actually taking escaped hostages and returning them to right. Hamas. So that is Brigadier General Blaine Holt, a deputy representative of NATO, as well on American agenda. There is growing concern now that many of the hostages, not only Americans, may have been killed. You've also heard the reports of Hamas saying they're not actually sure where all the hostages are. Reportedly, 240 or so hostages could be a lot more than that. President Biden is hosting a bilateral meeting with the president of Angola at the White House today. Then the Bidens, along with the vice president and first gentleman, host the lighting of the national Christmas tree.
And the House is taking up a third resolution now to expel Republican New York Congressman George Santos. The vote on that is expected tomorrow. And after yesterday's highly entertaining Elon Musk interview, if you have not seen this, it is an absolute must-see. Tesla today is holding a live event at its factory in Austin, Texas, during which 10 customers will be taking delivery of the first consumer-ready cyber trucks after multiple production delays. Be sure to keep up with all the news on Newsmax. It's available on most major cable providers. And be sure you sign up for your free trial of the new Newsmax Plus. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all your favorite hosts and shows. Greg Kelly reports, Frontline with Carl Higby, Rob Schmidt tonight, The Balance with Eric Bowling, and much more. And analysis from people like Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, Blaine Holt, who you just heard from, law expert Alan Dershowitz, and others. Again, NewsmaxPlus.com. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Share it with your friends and family. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.